the kids that are going to have me in this class next year already know what to expect because I did a lot of work at the end of last year bringing attention to what we were doing. So they're going to already come in here expecting this new and innovative thing in here. They don't know what it's going to look like, though. So some of them have siblings and they think they know what it looks like. So if we could come in and hit them on day one and be like, totally different from last year too. <laughs> so I, I just think that that would be just so powerful. All right, sorry. Um, so super familiar with teaching adults scrum yeah. and and sort of the nuances associated with that because you're breaking a lot of bad habits for people as they're relearning a way to get work done what i don't know is what's it like what's going to be important to teach middle schoolers mm. you know what i mean yeah. like the core like scrum is scrum and it's a basic framework and frankly it's really not that complicated i mean if you've read the book you know it's like not rocket science right, right? The nuance in implementing it in, in real life is all of the politics and mm -hmm. things that it like brings up in an organization. My intuition is like we're not going to run into any of that stuff. When I do training, I do it very experientially. Like we have adults playing with popsicle sticks and building Lego things and doing simulations that sort of create a moment of learning for people so we run the simulation mm -hmm. typically the way I do there's some little trap that people fall into mm -hmm. that's a learning point and then afterwards we talk about it okay and I, I think that would be like early on in the school year just to come in and do something really really different for them that like it's not going to feel like a class right with somebody standing up giving lecture it's going to be like we're going to give a given an assignment yeah and let's see what happens yeah. Right. And what's funny is like at the end of a two day class, we do like this big all in simulation where we're like building houses of cards and ping pong balls and cups. It's all things that kids absolutely could do. And it's almost like I might start with that. Yeah. Like instead it's... of doing it at the end of a class, like let's go in and I'm going to teach you like I won't even teach you scrum. Right. I'm just gonna throw you at the problems yeah. and see what happens. Right. And then maybe we stop and say, what if we tried it this way uh -huh. and like change the way they work and then, and then talk about what did you see as the differences between what you did first and then what, what we're doing, what we asked you to do the second time. Does that, does that make no, sense? No, that's, that's great. And I mean, that's, that's exactly how I start my years. We, you know, low, low cognitive load, you know, doing tasks that are relatively easy and in this case especially fun uh, so that we can get them into the experience piece and then we start the, start the learning after that. So I, I love it. And I think that that is the right way to start. So when does it go from, I, I was reading something that said, uh, you know, that, and, and this goes right along with one of the things that try to hang my hat on I want this class to be fun and we get lost in that in education mm. a lot and and I just whatever we do it, it has to be that and it, it has to be authentic and I think that what we what we have and what I'm planning on doing will be um, so is there thinking of like falling in traps and troubleshooting is there a point in time where what we're implementing will become unfun like with that they just like okay now we have the fun part of scrum 
here is the non-fun part. Is is there such a thing? I don't think so. Okay. I I I, re- I really don't. Okay. I mean, um, one the only thing I could possibly imagine is the one thing that Scrum does is creates a lot of transparency into the work, and so if you have kids in your class who aren't used to having like accountability mm. with a with a team that may feel unfun but it's not because we're like over teaching some subject or going way deep in theory that they can't connect with it's yeah. just like hey this may be uncomfortable for me but guess what that's actually part of the the real the, like the reality of the situation yeah so mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah well so this is really in- you know an interesting thing is the whole idea of so these small cross-functional teams and then they do some work and then we do we look at the work that was done and we also do this thing called a retrospective right mm-hmm. and the retrospective is all about the team talking to each other about how they can work better as a team and so one way to think about that problem is how do you start to in the retrospectives get the team to encourage everybody to be part part of the team one way might be pairing mm-hmm. it might just be like folks on their team saying, hey, Mark, we, we really want to hear from you during our daily scrumps. Like, can you speak up more? Can, we, we want to know what we want to know what you're doing. We know how we can help. Because, because part of the learning in that is what does it really mean to be a really good team? Mm-hmm. Like really great teams, like pull people up. They help people who like they cover for other folks weaknesses you play to strengths and so so there's some of the learning here which is not at all about scrum and has everything to do with what does it mean to be part of a high functioning team does that that make sense it does uh, i keep having these thoughts when you're talking um i was thinking that this was going to be a project management Edition, whatever you call it, that's a terrible word, but it sounds more like as you talk about it and kind of the social emotional pieces and the team. This is almost the whole entire classroom management system as well. So like, you go into your class, you have your routines, you have your you know, everything you do. This sounds like that covers both. I think you will find that there's way more to this that is about like emotional intelligence and teamwork and and how we connect to each other as human beings while we do work Mm -hmm. than it is about project management. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, the framework helps you organize a project, and there's elements to it that will assist with that and breaking things down into smaller tasks. Mm -hmm. But this element of a high-transparency, cross-functional, self-organizing team that's accountable to each other to deliver an outcome, like, that is going to... That's like, everything. It's gonna, you're going to see so much mm-hmm. in people, kids, adults, whatever it is, that will, that will come up as a result of that. It'll be really interesting to think about the roles of uh, Scrum Master and Product Owner on these teams. I've been really thinking about that. And, and uh, what just occurred to me is like, it might be interesting to rotate those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like give the kids an opportunity to be a team member, mm-hmm. give the kids the opportunity to be the scrum master, AKA the coach mm-hmm. and, and be the boss. I mean, mm-hmm. the product owning role is a, is like the boss. They get to decide what is it that we're going to, what's the priority for us mm-hmm. to focus on. And there's, so there's a ton of accountability and responsibility that goes along, along with that. And, and they're very different lenses for people, right? 
the develop the development team role is all about like we got to work together to accomplish the goal that we committed to accomplish. Scrum master is sort of this third party saying, how do I help this team become more awesome? And the product owner saying, produce a result. Is Little's Law. Do you know Little's Law? Mm -hmm. So Little's Law basically says, the more things you put in progress, the longer everything takes, Mm. right? A A visual depiction of it is a crowded freeway, right? The more cars you jam onto the freeway, the longer it takes everybody to get where they're going. And so one of the things that creates speed in Scrum is we break things down in a small batch. We, we just do a little bit at a time, we move it through quickly, we finish it, we go on to the next one. It's a plague in organizations mm. that they just jam things into process. And it, it is, I, I'm working on a book actually okay. around this. I think it is the number one productivity killer in the United States especially in the U.S. because we just want to, like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Like, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. And the productivity of the organization goes like this. So we do this little game flipping popsicle sticks with different batch sizes of popsicle sticks, and we capture some data. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, one of the biggest teaching points in the whole class. One of the things that people remember years later, like, hey, the popsicle stick game. Because it shows you, you experience what it means to get into this flow and how much more productive it is i just like the first uh what do you want to do when the school year starts like how how, when when do you want to start to introduce this is it something you want to do early do you want to get some scaffolding in place for other aspects of the class and then introduce it you know, I, and I could see both ways because I, yeah. I could I could ar- make an argument. This is the first thing that you should do, because yeah. you can then say, "Hey, look, everything we do in here, we're going to use this framework to execute on." Yeah. Right. So, so you like first you're going to learn how we're going to work, and then we'll talk about what we're going to do. I could see it that way. I could also see that might be too much out of the gate. I don't know. You want to go about it differently? Um, my gut is exactly what you said. In the former, I think that this this is how the year needs to start. The kids that are going to have me in this class next year already know what to expect because I did a lot of work at the end of last year bringing attention to what we were doing. So they're going to already come in here expecting this new and innovative thing in here. They don't know what it's going to look like, though. So some of them have siblings and they think they know what it looks like. So if we could come in and hit them on day one and be like, totally different from last year too. (laughs) So I, I just think that that would be just so powerful.